Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are chatting about the secret to building a successful fitness and nutrition business. Ooh. What is the secret? <laughs> um, it's a big one and it's a good one, but it's an important one that like so many people miss. So I know miss this in business. And if you guys, if you miss this, then your business will always struggle. Yeah. Always, 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 always. So what is it, Laura? Reveal the big reveal. The secret to a successful business is focusing on your clients. And I know that doesn't sound super sexy, but we're going to make it sound super sexy to you guys. (laughs) Because even though, even as I just said that you might be thinking, but I already do focus on my clients. Do you really focus on your clients? Like, do you really focus on your clients? And we're going to share with you guys in this podcast, some errors that we have made, some things that we have been doing great, some things that we are going to improve on. Like we want to give you the behind the scenes of how we kind of do it in our business and why even for us at FitChix, one of our biggest things that made us successful from the very beginning was that we focused on creating a community and a brand that was all about, it was a client-based focus, right? So um, we're gonna have a lot of fun stuff to chat about today. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, let's start off by taking it like a little bit way back with the whole, with our story. So even when Amanda and I, when we first started FitChix, um, 2008, so over 10 years ago, our first, uh, if, you, if you're just new to the podcast, our very first launch into our business was a group bootcamp fitness program. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people out there who were just, who were just running like drop-in classes or who had a, a brand that was just like Laura and Amanda fitness and things like that. But we, from the very beginning, were like, you know what we want, we don't want people to identify with us. We want them to identify with like a fun name. We wanted a fun brand. We wanted something that was like, I shouldn't say outside of us. I don't even think we fully even thought about it that way yet, but we wanted them to, we wanted to have like this really fun brand. And yeah. I, I gone to a marketing conference and there was two women that were in search engine marketing. So I was in my grown up job still. And they gave me a business card. And I love their approach because most search engine marketing at the time was super dry and boring. It's all like B&H marketing. (laughs) Focus marketing. Like everything was very like the same type of words. So they gave me this little card and they were called Two Chicks Marketing because there was two of them. And their their card was bright red with a little chick on it. And I remember taking it home and I was like, I love it. I remember when you handed it to me and we were like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I love this, blah, blah, blah. So then we had come up with the name that we were going to call our company Two Fit Chicks. Yeah. So this is where lesson number one came in. And thank God someone caught us because we weren't, we weren't ready to know this ourselves yet. But mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, Two Fit Chicks. Even saying that name, that name is about us. Two Fit, it's yeah. not about the customer. That name was about us. Who's teaching the program? So then we ended up, uh, my boss's partner at the time said, why don't you it's just really drop, limiting. Yeah, why don't you just yeah. drop the two? Because like what happens if you expand? It's so limiting. But also now looking back, that we did drop it, and that was one of the best things we ever did because it took it from being about us 
to being about the customer. And the customer, our clients now, the whole idea of Fit Chicks is that everyone has an inner Fit Chick. You're coming into our community where we're all Fit Chicks, no matter what age, race, shape, size, background, all of it. And Mm -hmm. that became something that now people could see themselves in and they want to be a part of our tribe. So even identify with it instead of trying to identify with two Fit Chicks, which is us. Or well, and that, boot camp, which is us. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that even when we were talking to um Kaylin Poulin from Lady Boss on her mm-hmm. one of her her first program and her first product she offered was the tool, her last name, her main name was Tool, was like the tool time trainer. But then it always made it about her. So then she yeah. shifted her brand to Lady Boss and it became about the customer. It became about the and customer. It exploded. Exactly. Because everyone wants to be a lady boss. Like everyone wants to be a fit chick. Exactly. So, so if you're listening right now, that is like lesson number numero uno, which is if your brand, and we're not saying you have to, but if your brand is specifically and your, um, your name of your company is you, if you're in it and it's not about your customer, you may want to rethink it. A little bit. You may want to yeah. take a step back and look at like, does this just speak to me or does it speak to them? Can they identify totally. with it or is it just my identity that I'm putting out there? And see where that maybe is holding you back and how can you maybe shift it to take yourself out of the equation? Completely. And if you even look at right now, even a lot of like the fitness and nutrition companies that are out there, the ones that are really successful. Um, even when you're looking at gyms, let's say like F45, even though that's not a name that's like an inspirational or community, even though they do create a community behind him, mm-hmm. it's about a specific method, right? Fit in 45 yeah. minutes or like CrossFit. They have like the most insane community because people relate to being a CrossFitter, right? So yeah. it's like, those are the people, even within our students. So in our fitness and nutrition expert program, the ones that have gone on and a lot of them have gone on to be re- really successful with their names, but a lot of them who have built really successful businesses after graduating from our program are ones like a green unicorn. Yeah. Because they saw the whole purpose, the whole concept of a green unicorn is something that's mystical and different. And, you know, they're the outlanders, um, mm-hmm. a golden sneaker, you know, the bitch sessions, which Cheryl Gildry has. There are so many people who have a macro unicorn. There's people like unicorns in our, in our group. <laughs> um, they're but, mystical and magical. They're mystical and magical, but they're the, so they're, are our students. <laughs> Well, yeah. And you're creating a world that other people can relate to because when you're Laura Jackson or Laura and Amanda personal training, it's still all about you. And we're not saying you can't name your business that, but then you're going to have to really focus on creating a community that has an experience about them. They're not just hiring you as a personal trainer, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense to me. I get it. (laughs) So that is number one about focusing on your customer. And seriously, guys, this is how we built a successful business from day one. Number one was in our name that became inclusive because it focused on the customer. Number two was, is focusing on the intention before every single class you teach, before every webinar you teach, before every podcast you go on, before everything that you do, the intention should be about the the, your client at the end of it, or the potential person you're going to help or the impact you're going to make. We mm-hmm. tend to get into this world too. It's like, it's a podcast. What am I going to say? Or like yeah. I'm teaching a fitness class. What am I going to on social media? What should I say about myself? Yeah. <laughs> or what am I going to teach? And uh, we still find ourselves following this all the time. We're like, okay, what should we do? Instead of asking, what do they want? What do they want to hear? Need? What do they need? Mm-hmm. 
what, what are they waiting for from us that we can make impact in their lives? Yeah. So I found, and I know we were just talking about this beforehand. Um, I don't know if you want to tell us about how Brendan Burchard was talking about his dinner with Oprah, which I was well, yeah. for me again, what's like hit me like a game changer. Well, yeah, he basically just said that anytime, anytime that he's, cause he's worked with um, Oprah and he was saying it when we were at our Nashville conference um, at the ClickFunnels conference, he was one of the speakers there and he basically came out and he said, always be intentional with everything you do. And he said, you know, he learned this lesson from Oprah because he would sit down and with every meeting and every dinner and anything, the first thing she would say is, okay, what is the intention of this? What is the intention yeah. of this meeting? She had to understand what the intention was before she'd be able to move forward. And it makes you, when you, when you get, when you ask that question or you get asked that question, it makes you very mindful of like, yeah, how you're going to deliver. Yeah. And like what you're going to deliver, because now all of a sudden you're like, I don't know what the intention is. I'm just writing a workout or I don't know what the intention is. I'm just posting this on social media. Like I have no idea why I'm doing this. I'm just doing it. So once you start thinking about the intention, all of the stuff that you post, so whether it be every workout you create, every social media you post, every podcast you create, everything will then come from a place of like, how will this help? How will this serve? So going back to the original question that we were talking about, like how is this going to help the end user? And honestly, when you start thinking about it from that perspective, the quality of your content is going to be better. And the quality and the, and the connection. Sorry. And the connection. Yeah. Like the, definitely the connection, but the quality of the, the work that you put out, because you're not just putting out work to put out work. You're actually putting it out because you're like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be like so beneficial for my people, my tribe. They're going to benefit so highly from this. You're going to pour more into it because you're not just slapping it together to put it together. You're actually having intention behind it. Well, and it's interesting because there's two types of intention that we always talk about too. There's like the first, there's the intention of like, okay, am I putting this, creating this workout to build muscle or lose fat? Or am I putting the social media posts up to market my upcoming programs or this? So that's one intention. But then there's also like the spiritual intention. And like you were saying, like, why, why is this content matter? Who is this going to help? How is this going to help? What do my clients need to hear? So mm -hmm. one little exercise that we like to do, and especially I think it's more important to get to the spiritual intention, but even when we tell our students is like, just before you're literally about to write anything or before you're going to record a podcast, just... Or before you're about to walk into a fitness class. <laughs> yeah. Before you're about to walk into or a coaching session with one of your clients. Yeah. Just take even 30 seconds and ask yourself that question. It will shift the way you approach everything. Mm -hmm. It will literally shift the way you like, just say like, what is my intention for this? And get very clear. I want to go in there. I want to give them the best fitness class they've ever had that they're going to feel so pumped about working out. They're literally going to be running to the door the next time. It will not only change the way you teach, it'll change your energy. It will change the interaction. Everything will be different. So try that little trick guys. Honestly, it will shift the way. And like we said, these, this is about building a successful business and that small little thing will be the difference between you having a business that people forget about and ones that someone's like, Whoa, I felt connected to that business or yeah. I felt connected to that person. Okay. So that's for first two. So number one is that it's look at your name, make sure it's not about you. Make sure your clients can see yeah. something in it. And if you don't, if you do have your own name, you've got to start to create a real community though around it. Um, that gives that experience that they can see themselves in. The second is about setting your intention. Mm -hmm. So what is your intention? Um, and the third thing that 
um, I want to talk about, about focusing on your customers is doing a deep dive into really trying to understand what their struggles are. And you and I talk a lot about this in all of our programs. Mm-hmm. The way that a lot of people talk about it is the idea of the ideal client. And I find that still, we talk about it in that way because it's like the common term that people know, but I don't really find it's like, it makes it still so separate from you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, who's my ideal client? What are they it struggling just sounds, with? It just sounds so, it, to me, whenever I hear someone be like, oh, do your ideal client, I always, it makes me sound like it's just like a make work project. Like, yeah. I feel like, cause, cause I feel like it's just like, oh, I'm going to answer these questions and then I'm never going to use that material. And I think that that's what happens to a lot of people because they're not actually getting into the hearts and heads of the ideal client. They're just doing the surface stuff. So then it's not really benefiting you because you're not able to really use it as a tool to be able to like communicate. Does that make sense? Totally. <laughs> So Amanda, just explain like what that is first for those who might be listening be like, I have a business. I just started one. I don't, I've never heard of the ideal client. What the heck is that? Yeah. So your ideal client is basically the person that you know you can help. So when you think about your business, you think about your product or service, whatever it is that you're offering, you know that like you can take them from point A to point B. So for example, our, if I'm talking about it from our fitness and nutrition expert program and I look at our ideal client, it's like, someone who is either ready for a career change, but they're super passionate about health and fitness. They really want to get into the industry. They just don't know how to do it. So that's their point A. That's their starting point. That's where they're like, I really need to do this. People ask me all the time about health and fitness. I love it. It's what lights me up. It gets me excited. And I need to get to point B, which is I need to get certified so that I can be legit and I can actually feel confident with the knowledge and be able to support people on their path and their journey towards health and fitness, not just based on my own opinions. So that's their point A to point B. And when you look at your ideal client, you need to be able to say, okay, I can take you from your point A. I understand where you are and I can take you through all the steps necessary to get you to the point B, which is the end result, which is the desired outcome for them, which is to get certified. So if we use it from our perspective, that's what it would be. So that's sort of who your ideal client is. It's the person that you know you can actually help with your product or service and take them through the necessary steps to get them to their desired end result. But then it's like taking even a step further of getting into their head. So what yeah, is somebody that was, who, that was like the <laughs> Yeah, like what is somebody, so when they're like using our fitness and nutrition expert program, for example, when they're in that place where they're like, oh my gosh, like I'm, you know, I want to get certified or I'm thinking about getting in this industry. I have this passion. I don't know how, but then it's going to that level deeper of really trying to get in their head of what does that feel like for them? Like, what does that actually as a problem feel like? Do they feel like helpless because they're working in a job that they hate? Do they feel like literally like so frustrated? Is it that what keeps them up at night? What is the doubts running through their head? Like what objections would they have? Like all of the things that go along because at the end of the day, and this is what the whole purpose of this podcast for you guys is to really understand that when you have a business, it's not just business. There are people involved in this business. And oh my gosh, yes. We tend to take, I just had this conversation, actually, I'm going to side note for a second. I had this conversation with Dr. Natalie Beauchamp the other day. I interviewed her for an upcoming business podcast. I did two podcasts with her, one on fitness nutrition, which is great, and one on business. But we were talking about the business side of it, and she was talking about dude marketing. So this male-centered marketing, um, and how one of her big focuses and her big passion is to bring more heart-centeredness to marketing, which we love because we always talk about, it's so ironic, we talk about being a heart-centered fitness professional. And um, 
but we were talking about the whole concept of when people say it's just business, it's not emotional. Like you, like there's no tears in business. It's not, yeah, there are tears in business because there's people in business. You know, yeah. it is emotional because it's business is people. People are business. Like it goes hand in hand. We can't, we got to stop this mindset of treating it like it's this unemotional journey. You and I know We're running a business like- is so emotional, not only for yourself, but when you have someone, like I was editing a testimonial video the other day for our fitness nutrition expert grads and I was yeah. crying, literally crying, editing it because I am doing, I was making the mistake that I'm telling you guys right now not to make. I got disconnected from all the people that I help and why we do this and hearing their stories of success and what they overcame and how much this program has transformed their lives. It literally, I was like, Oh my gosh, I forget when I'm building content or I'm filming the classes or I'm doing this, that at the other end, there's someone receiving that and it's changing their life and that's emotional. So we have to get this mindset. Sorry about that side rant. No, I actually want to jump in on that real quick and just say that like, you're absolutely right. It's, so many times we think about business as numbers. We just look at our numbers. We look at our numbers and go like, okay, well, how much money did I make and how much money? And we focus on that side, but we're not focusing on the end user. And that's when you start putting out crap because then you start being like, you start scrambling. Yeah. I just need to make this money. I need to pay my bills. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then you're not focused on anything that you're delivering on. You're just focused on selling and then you're not being authentic. One of the things that I pride myself on and we pride ourselves on, sorry, it, with our programs, even with our fitness and nutrition expert program, I have a one-on-one phone call with every single person before they register for the program. I personally have a phone call with every single person. Do you know how much I talk, I talk a lot, guys? Mm-hmm. I talk non, so I'm on the phone sometimes for eight hours. Like, it's insane. But I do this intentionally because I want to know how I can help this person. I need to know their story. I need to know their why. I need to know what is driving them to take this course. Because once I understand that, I know if I can truly help them. And by understanding that and understanding how I can truly help them, I know if this is the right fit or not. And if it's not the right fit, this is kind of a side note. I tell them, I 100% tell them like, guys, this isn't the program for you. I'm super sorry, but here's what I recommend for you because I don't want someone's money just because it's their money. I want to know I can help the end user get to their point B. I want to take them out of their pain. I want to get them to their transformation that they desire. If I can't provide that transformation, I don't want them to provide me any money. Understand? Well, in addition and to that's that, really important. Which yeah. I love that you said that. I know we're totally tangenting, but I think a lot of people are going to get value. No, but I think a lot of people are yeah. value from this because these are things that at the beginning, guys, we didn't know. When we first started our business, we were just trying to, you know, we're postering nonstop and we're creating workouts and we're here and we're doing this. And we didn't even think about it. It just kind of naturally happened because in a way too, that's our, that's our yeah. personality. So, you know, we go teach a class and then we'd stay after class and talk to our girls and learn about their kids and their struggles and whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to, you know, anything like what Amanda was just saying about how she does the phone calls, it doesn't matter if you're teaching group fitness, if you're running an education program, if you're doing nutrition coaching, you need to understand your clients. That is the number. If you don't, if you aren't getting clients or you can't keep clients, it's because you're not spending the effort or the time to understand your clients. And the best way to get results, and we know that, like when you're doing a fitness program, if you don't do an intake form, and you don't learn about someone's goals and their struggles and their current weight and their current lifestyle for exercise, are you really going to be able to provide them with a program that's going to work? Right. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in again real quick on this because I'm very passionate about this side of it. Yeah. Even when I think, like I'm talking about it from our fitness and nutrition expert program right now, but even when I go back, like way back to our Fit Chicks boot camps, when you're talking about the intake forms, 
Laura and I, when we were teaching our boot camp classes, we taught back-to-back sold-out classes nonstop. If you wanted to get into my program, you weren't even able to. I would have people showing up to my fitness class with cash in hand going, I couldn't sign up online because it's sold out. Can I still get in? And I'm like, it's sold out. That's what, we I can't. No, we literally have physically have no space. To physically play. no room. And I'm not telling you guys this to be like bragging or whatever. I'm telling you this because the reason why I had women coming month after month, year after year, and they never left. And I joke around with them. I'd be like, guys, like, are you not bored with me yet? Am I boring jokes? You know, cause I'm very sarcastic when I teach. And they were like, no, but it was because of the community I built. I understood every single one of them. I would meet them for coffee on Saturdays when I would go for like my own workout at the park, I would email them and be like, Hey guys, I'm just going to do my workout. If you want to come and join me, come and join me. I built this amazing community and I understood what they needed. What they needed was they needed me. They needed not only me, they needed this community. They needed yeah. this environment. And the cool thing is, and I love to say this, that after I finished when I stopped teaching, when I moved and I got super pregnant and all that kind of stuff, and I stopped teaching our boot camp classes, the women that were a part of my community stayed a community. They work out together still. Yeah. They actually go to a fitness class together still. But it was like, I understood what they needed. And every single person in life needs the exact same thing. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what, like where you live in the world, anything. Every single person has the same fundamental needs, which is like to be heard, to be loved, to be understood. Those are the things every single person needs. And so if you are providing that to your clients and so you hear them by actually having conversation with them, you're not just letting them show up to the class, you have music playing, you're like, okay, let's get started. And then right after the class, you like grab your bag and you bolt. Like you've got to hang out. You've got to understand these people and get to know them and become friends with them. Because that's your ideal client, really. Your ideal client is like, they're, they can be your friends, right? Well, that's and that's if right now, if we're talking about this and you're thinking, well, I don't know who my ideal client is. If you already have clients, just talk to your current clients. But a caveat on that though, if you don't like your clients right now, which they're not your ideal clients, <laughs> but, but this is the thing too, guys, get fire them and get, then yeah. spend the time of thinking about who you want to work with. Because just as much as this is about you know, focusing on your customers, your customers have to light you up because you need that fuel to keep doing serving them and doing what you love. Right. And I've been in a place where we've had clients that we don't like at all. And that's why too, it's great (laughs) having, it's true though, because there's anyone listening right now is like, was that me? No, no, (laughs) no, no, it's not you. But because, but, but the reason why though too, is because, because we do the phone calls, because we have such a community, we have our podcast, we have stuff. The people who are usually attracted to us are people that we vibe with that we love that we love that want that have the same goals that we have so it's you know it tends to create you know you it was more way back in the day no it's still now i'm not gonna lie there's still now we've had clients and i want to be 100 percent transparent on this because there's people it doesn't help anyone when we don't be honest about what really. No, but I'm trying to think. I'm like, who? <laughs> no, like there was a We're session. Not people, but <laughs> no, yeah. but there was a session that we had, and literally of the fitness nutrition expert program, and literally we the session ended, and it was like, oh my gosh, every single person who was in that session fired me up, like in a good way. I was like, oh my god, I loved working with yeah. these people. They all left the program creating so much amazing stuff in life, and then we had, you know, there's every session where we have some people who 
there are times where we haven't done our due diligence in advance. Um, and that's why the phone calls are great because it also shows you who you really want to work with and if you connect. Um, but who, for us, we don't believe in playing the victim. We don't believe in the mindset of, mm -hmm. you know, poor me, I'm not in control of my decisions, blah, 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 blah. So when we're working with people who are like that, it's draining for us. And we would prefer yeah. for them to find someone who can help them with that because there are people out there who thrive on helping people with that. But that's not our world. Our world is. And a lot of times, yeah, because if you are dealing with that victim mentality, it's it's a deeper thing. It's not about yeah. it's not about getting to the end result of our program. It's about something that's deeper for sure. Exactly. That you need to work through, and that's cool. But you just need to identify that you need to work through that. But there are times, and there's nothing worse than working with a client who you know spent because the way that human beings are built, we are not built to be happy. Which sounds totally terrible. We're not. We're not. <laughs> I was actually reading an article on this the other day. We are built to look for threats. We are built to look for things that could potentially harm us, that could hurt us, that could kill us, that anything like that. So when you're, you're, when you're dealing with, let's say, 10 clients and you have nine of them that are absolutely amazing, you love them, they fire you up, you're so pumped to work with them, and you have one who you feel is like totally sucking your energy where are you going to put all your energy? You're going to put it into that one person because you want to fix that threat to your self-esteem or your, that threat to your business or that threat yeah. to the other nine who are amazing, who are totally thriving. They're not getting the love that they deserve. <laughs> aren't getting the love they deserve and you aren't getting to enjoy that experience with them because you're spending so much time trying to fix this one person. So that's yeah. why guys, when we're saying do this work, because honestly it will save you dealing with the negative customers. When you have the idea of like, this is what's going on in my client's head. This is what she's struggling with. I'm going to spend time to either interview them, have a phone call with them, do surveys, get to know them in some way, get to know mm -hmm. them. And if you don't have any clients yet, just create one in your mind of who she could be or he could be and how you want to feel when you work with them. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's a really great starting point. So that guys is our podcast for today on how you build a successful, a successful business, the secret to a successful fitness or nutrition business. Yeah. And it really, the secret is your clients. So, and so them, what we want to <laughs> challenge you guys to do is after you listen to this podcast, after we're done, literally just take five minutes right now and do a little audit of where you are right now with your business. So start off looking at your name. Like we said in number one, start off looking at your name. Is it something that's about you or is it about your clients? Could your clients see themselves in your world? Does it inspire change in them? Secondly, then you're going to set like have next thing you're going into set the intention. So do an audit of your business. Look at your calendar be like, okay, I've got a client meeting next week. Spend that 30 seconds before you walk into it and set the intention. How do I, what, do they need during this meeting with me or what can I give them? What can I, what, 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 I feel yeah, what will I do that matters? What can I do that matters? Not just like, okay, I'm going to run this meeting. I'm going to hopefully get a sale. I'm going to hopefully get a check. No. What's the intention. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then the last thing is get really clear on your ideal client and get into their, get into their heads. Don't just get clear on who they are. There's this whole exercise on the internet of like your ideal client, you know, her name is, and, it's a good thing to kind of do this, but people get so attached to this one person, but it's like, I'm going to name this person. Her name is Sarah. She is 25 years old. She is a mom. She is this like, and it's just all this surface stuff. And it's, it's just surface. Like, that's, that's my ideal client. No, that's not like, what does she think? What does she feel? What does she lay in bed thinking about? What keeps her up at night? What makes her stressed out? 
what has she tried in the past that hasn't worked? Like all of those things, you need to understand why she has objections. You need to understand how you can help her get past that and help her get past the pain point to get to the end result. And I always like to think of it as blocks. Like what are her blocks? Yeah. Like what are the things that are blocking her? You know, again, the business, the dude, I don't like to say the dude marketing. I'm just using that as, but like more, but the masculine energy. And when I say masculine and feminine, I'm not saying girly or guyish. There's a different, if you study anything to do with energy work, there's a difference mm-hmm. between the masculine and feminine energy. It has nothing to do with gender. But anyways, the, um, but more of that masculine energy approach of, um, I totally forgot what I was just saying. What were we talking about? We were talking about... <laughs> what We were just talking about the... Um, we were talking about the masculine or feminine energy. Oh, yeah. When and, I say about blocks. Yeah. Blocks. <laughs> Sorry. Totally brain. brain okay. Um, talk, but a lot of people will say, okay, what are their pain points or in the sense of like, what are their objections? That was the word, which is more of, there's no emotion to that word. It's more like, okay, how can I overcome the objection to get the sale? When you look at it as like, what's my client's blocks? Like what are the things that are blocking them from, from living their best life or losing that weight or eating better or being a better mom or whatever it is that you coach in what's blocking them. Again, it becomes from more of a intentional part becomes a more of about them as opposed to you instead of looking at it from that outside way. So yeah. I just, even that's another tip, just shift. Even if you're doing your ideal client shift it from what, what, like what keeps them up and even what's blocking them from living their best life. Is it self doubt? Is it insecurity? Is it their husband? Is it that they don't have enough time to cook dinner? Like whatever it is. But that's what our challenge, you guys go and do a little audit, try these three little tricks. And honestly, if you implement them, you will see a shift in your business. At -hmm. first you'll see a shift energetically, and then you will see a shift with your current clients. And then you will start getting more clients. And that's something that from our experience, I can tell you is true. Every Mm -hmm. time we don't make it about our clients, when we get too into the vortex of building stuff, because that happens naturally in building in business you can see it in the energy in your business, your sales, everything. So just take a step back, take back about your clients. And honestly, guys, you will build the business of your dreams. Okay. So with that, we are wrapping this up and, um, just let you guys know too. We also have our fitness and nutrition expert certification that's starting March 28th. So the time is now for you guys to jump in on this. Mm -hmm. A really cool thing that makes this program so amazing is not only do we certify you as a fitness and nutrition coach, but we also talk about all the stuff that we're talking about today. I'm losing my earphone. We talk about all the stuff that we're talking about today. So we teach you as well how to create and launch an amazing business um, that builds more impact, that's really heart-centered, that's really client-focused, and that is going to make you stand out from the rest. So check us out at fitchicksacademy.com. March 28th is the start date. Do not wait. You can also book a call with Amanda from there. Yeah. Talk to her directly. Uh, see if it's Tell a me. Tell me what's going on, what you need. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys so much for spending time with us today. I love this podcast. Yeah. Me too. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you so much for listening today. Now, please remember to head over to fitchicksacademy.com where you can find out more information about our upcoming fitness and nutrition expert certification program. The program starts on March 27th and we would love to have you so that we can help you build the life, health, and career that you love.